Welcome to the Before Midnight podcast coming to you from the N Plus One studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. In this podcast, we explore the world of age group triathletes. We'll be looking at the real world challenges of being an amateur multi-sport athlete. I'm your host, Linda Word, along with my co-host, Brian Schenkenfelder. How's it going, Brian? It's going well. It's going well. Life would, I dare say, be phenomenal. Not really. Actually, my van just (laughs) major repairs. Same here, except not with my van, with my car. How did we coordinate that so well? Well, you know, it's been a while since I've written out a four-digit check to somebody. (laughs) Ooh. Okay, yours was a little worse than mine. Mine was close, because I had the towing bill. Did you have a towing bill added to yours? No, we were able to drive it over there, but there were issues with the transmission. Ouch. Like, something had to be replaced. But not good. That's okay. It's life. Life happens. (laughs) That makes me sad, though. Your van has way fewer miles than my little car. Yeah, apparently Honda 2018-2019, the transmission of those two vans were only used those two years. Apparently it was not a very good transmission, which means, of course, that would be the year I would buy in. Of course. My luck is undefeated. You have the best luck I do have ever luck. with these things. It's fantastic. It's fen- it is phenomenal. My luck is phenomenal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm sorry. My alternator went out, so... But I lucked out. I did a trip to uh, Cincinnati on Wednesday with a friend. Um, I'm not supposed to do any hard efforts still with my eye surgery, but doctor said, yeah, you can ride a little Miami Trail. It's easy. It's, you know, he knows that I'm fit. Not going to kill myself on it. No hills. And uh, drove all the way up there. Had a great time. Got back to the car right before the sky opened up and we got soaked. But we made it back. And uh, drove back. And then the next day, I'm driving to Shelbyville. And I'm like, why is my brake light coming on? (laughs) And then I was like, hmm, power steering's like not there anymore that's always fun but luckily it's a little bitty car so i'm like not too hard to turn yeah i'm like "Mm, all right you know i grew up i learned how to drive in a volvo station wagon with no power steering i had to get help to parallel park that thing if i anybody you know had to if i was going to the city i had to have a passenger with me oh yeah so i remember my first rabbit didn't really have power steering it was always fun when you go slow volvo station wagon was a much bigger car yeah (laughs) You yes. could a little yeah. bit heavier car, just a little. So I was, I knew I could make the turns and park this car, but I called my husband and he was like, "Yeah, you can't drive that home. I'll come get you and we'll call the tow truck." So yeah, but not a four-digit check. No, only, only three, including the tow bell. So well, there you go. Good things, good things. So do you have the van or is it still in the shop? Actually, my wife is going to pick it up right now. I think she's going to hit the store on the way home, which is why she hasn't returned yet. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad you got it back quick, too. So. Quick. That was Monday mm-hmm. we sent it. <laughs> it only took Monday a week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, mine only took a day. Sorry. I guess it was Tuesday. We went in Tuesday because we were having, because Monday was the 4th. Yes. Monday was the 4th. So did you have a good 4th of July? Besides that? It was, yeah, it was enjoyable. We had two parties we went to. There was, I guess, the Friday night party. Was it Friday night? No, Saturday night. There was a Saturday night party over at the country club with one of my son's friends. They did fireworks at the country club Saturday oh, nice. night. Cool. 
My son ended up spending the night there. We left at like 2 a.m. Oh, my God. Way too late, especially oh. when I got up. No, that's I was, like I was working early. on my 24 straight hours right there because yeah. what, it was four, five in the morning when I woke up. When to you go woke swimming. up, yeah. Good times. Oh, wow. Ouch. <laughs> and then you had people here Sunday because I was here. Yes, we had people here Sunday. That was a that was a good party. That was a lot of fun to be had. Had some fireworks. That was fun. There weren't many fireworks in the city. That got rectified Monday night, the actual fourth. Yes. Not only did the city light off fireworks, everybody around here lit off fireworks that really? night. There were fireworks from the back. You could just see fireworks everywhere. I should have come over to your house on Monday night then. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we left Sunday because I still had an assignment I had to get in by midnight, which I managed to get in at 11. Okay. So I did that make make the deadline. <laughs> yeah. But that's why we left minutes. at like 7 o'clock because I was like, okay, I got to get this done. I mean, it took me all that time to get it done. So I was sorry that we left before the fireworks, but... Yeah, it was, it was good. Although we did get an infestation of like flying ants. It was wild. They were everywhere. On Sunday night? On Sunday night. So we left right in time. Okay. Yes. Apparently. Oh, well, no, wait a second. That's right. When we left, they were all over the car. Yes. Yeah, they were crazy. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because I was on the back porch, and then they weren't there. But then when we left, it was like, what is going on? Not really sure why they came out. The theory is we used a different water, I guess, source for water, and maybe they were nested in that area, and we rousted them oh. with all the water. Oh, because you guys, you didn't have a water slide. Oh, you did have a water slide. We had slide a water out. slide that broke like immediately. We still put a lot of water <laughs> during that time period. Uh, we, that's the theories that maybe that roused them, or just we just had the bad luck of being the day they all came out to mate and die. Yeah, because they only come out for like a day. Yeah, sighting. <laughs> Our luck continues. You, your to be luck phenomenal. continues. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for taking up the slack for the rest of us. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. How's That's, your foot? The foot is getting better. I'm biking now, which is good. Okay. I tried running a couple days ago. Lasted about two or three minutes on the treadmill, and I'm like, mm, this is uncomfortable. I'm going to stop. I'm getting closer. I, I probably will be able to run next week. I believe. I'm hoping. Okay. Good news is I can bike. The bad news is as soon as I can start biking again, it we get just rain like four <laughs> or five week. days straight. Yes. Yeah, that's luck again. Undefeated, man. My luck is undefeated. <laughs> yep. I mean, we had what about two weeks of just oh, yeah. drought. It was glorious. Yes. Wonderful for biking. I had a great time mountain biking. Biking. Well, then I had surgery and had to stop. But I know still. it was hot. Hot doesn't bother me. Yeah. No. No. That was that was a two week drought when I hurt my foot. Come back, <laughs> nothing but rain. <laughs> This week is supposed to be much better, or well, next week is supposed to be much better weather-wise. Uh, that means I've got to watch out and don't get injured this week. <laughs> don't get injured. Check over your bike. Make sure it's in good shape. All of them. <laughs> don't get your heart set on one, because something might happen. But on the good news front, the Tour de France has started. Oh, that's right. It's been oh. a lot. Of, it's been exciting. It's been fun. I'm still a day or two behind. I'm still trying to catch up. Uh-huh. They started on like the first, which is like the Fourth of July weekend. There's a couple Yikes. days in there I really yeah. couldn't watch. Yeah. Now I'm playing catch up. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to play catch up since they race 21 of 24 days. Yeah. And each you're day is a lot. four hours. Yeah. Three or four hours of TV. So day. anything exciting happened so far that us normal people would find interesting? 
It's been an interesting race. The first couple of days were kind of boring. The I'm on day... I just didn't watch day four. So day four or day five? Day five, which was the cobblestones. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah. The, the, the spring, some of the spring classics are in France. They're on the cobblestones there, which is crazy. The whole crazy. race? Large sections of the race are on oh cobblestones. Gosh. Where... Good times. Usually it's like real muddy in the spring, which is even better. Better, yeah. Could you make those a little slicker? I mean, oh, yeah. It's, wow. It is a battle of attrition, luck, everything in those types of races. It's like ice skating on a bike. Yeah. It, it's very lucky. The tour did not have rain this year. Okay. Very dry, which creates other problems, which creates massive dust storms. Ooh. <laughs> watch yeah, them they're yeah. riding and the first two guys are okay they're like five to like a hundred back is just oh wow biking through dust i imagine that's probably not good for your eyes either no i mean they wear glasses but your respiratory oh my gosh breathing all that in all that dust uh, in yeah they they get done the race and their faces covered in dust and stuff <laughs> it was an exciting day there was the one team had all kinds of problems they're trying to chase back to catch up. There's I saw groups one everywhere. Mean, like they were having, there was like cyclists running towards bikes and bikes lying down, and it was like one team was having like some kind of crazy well, fiasco. Fiasco. One of their leaders had some type of bike issue. He grabbed another guy's bike who was way too big for him. All he could do was stand uh, and pedal. He gets there. Next guy gives him his bike. He's about to take off, and the team car shows up. So they all have to put their bikes back together, and then off they go. Got it. So that's what that was. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, they were running different directions, and bikes on top, and another guy running this way, and it's like, wait, who's doing what? <laughs> that was like one of the better teams in there, which is unfortunate. Uh, they were the real challenge for the young phenom, Pogachar, who's 24 and has already won twice. Oh, wow. <laughs> young phenom. Mm-hmm. Be interesting to see in like three or four years if he's been drugging up, but <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> uh, usually the guys are just that much better. There's something usually wrong with them, but you never know. Maybe he's legit. Well, phenom. he could be legit now, but wants to stay there is when the enhancements. Well, he's young come enough up. that it's kind of interesting. Be interesting to see. He just might be a phenom for his age. Although yeah. he's doing stuff that to me seems a little fishy. Especially when last time we saw this type of dominance was Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Let's not go there. Which is hilarious because <laughs> yeah. the tour never talks about it, even though he yeah. won it seven times. He's never brought up, never brought up as like a well, they took multi-time it winner. They took him all away. Yeah. yeah so I they mean, can't talk about they it. They can't on talk TV, about which it because it's kind of funny. Not really a winner because he, they took it. Yeah. But hmm, interesting. Well, we'll have to catch up more on the tour for next week. <laughs> It's been interesting. It's always interesting. It's a, it's just different. You just have to kind of sit and, and watch and enjoy the spectacle of bike racing. Okay. Cobblestones. Oof, no. Anyway. All right. Well, you, we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, kids triathlon. There's one coming up in, close to us in Shelbyville. Yeah, the 24th of July. 24th of July. There's a series of three, if I'm not mistaken. One's already happened. Yeah, one happened in May. May 22nd, and then um, we've got the July, what was July, what did we just say? 24th. 24th. Like September something or other. September 24th, I think, might be the last one, or 22nd. 22nd. Anyway, but we've got one coming up 
here pretty close. And I thought it'd be a good time for us to dive into youth triathlon because that's something we've never talked about. Um, youth triathlon is a little different in that it is not the same distances that adults race. A lot of people are like, oh, just a sprint. We'll throw our kids in a sprint and I give them some introduction. That's what a lot of parents do. The problem is, especially for younger kids, that's not an appropriate distance. 5K is actually a long distance to yeah. race for kids under 16. Mm-hmm. When One of the things, because I went through and got my youth certification with USAT, and the, the big thing they talk about with kids, they don't have a developed aerobic system. Their aerobic system doesn't develop until high school. Mm-hmm. That being the case, it makes it very challenging for them to do distance events. They don't have the aerobic capacity to do it. It, Theirs is all on the fly type thing. Well, if you're ever behind a kid that's in a 5K, it's run, 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 stop. Run, 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 stop. You know, and you're constantly, you know they're going to stop here in a minute. Not all the time. I mean, I've certainly seen some kids that can. They can power through. You know, they can power through. And that's exactly all Your son has a friend that stayed right in front of me back in October, you know, and they can power through it. Usually they're, I would think they're usually lighter. Everyone's I've yeah. seen, they're either smaller, or a little lighter and yeah. can just power through the race mm-hmm. without needing that huge aerobic. Capacity. He struggled, but he did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the distances are definitely a little shorter. In USA triathlon being USA triathlon, what they really care about is not all of us peons. They care about the Olympics. Mm-hmm. they've decided like, hey, we need to start coming up with ways to get new kids into it at a younger age. Because the problem triathlon has is most people enter the sport enter much later in life. Right. I imagine the average person who enters triathlon is probably in their 30s. <laughs> yeah. If not older. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of that, triathlon is kind of that mid-age, middle-age, hey, I need to do something healthy some challenge mm-hmm. and it kind of was the next step beyond marathon it's like marathon is a challenge but hey if i can do an iron man triathlon or whatever that's a much bigger challenge and much harder yeah yeah because iron man's the marathon's at the end of the race and after you do a two mile bike and a hundred plus mile bike mm-hmm. we're gonna run a marathon yeah much more challenging than just running right and a lot of people get into it at a later age. And for USA Triathlon to be able to get kids in, they're like, okay, well, we have to come up with standards that are shorter distance races than the traditional sprint, which is the traditional shortest Shorter race. Shorter distance, yeah. They do have super sprints out there, but generally that's not a common race distance mm-hmm. that you'll see. And USAT came up with best practices for youth triathlon. And it starts at 7 and 8, which would be first, second grade, really young, 50 to 100 meter swim, which would be, I guess, two to four lengths in a pool. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a bike that's two to three kilometers, which would be... Three kilometers uh, is what, 1.8? miles, so one and a, about a, one and a half miles. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a 1K run, which would be 0.6 miles. Okay. Age appropriate like it in those situations you're going to be uh, pool swim and closed roads yeah nothing it's going to be short enough that you can condense it you get to 9 10 they got 100 meters that'd be four lengths for sure three to 5k bike so anywhere two to three miles Mm -hmm. and then a 1k run again basically under 10 your run distance is 1k Mm -hmm. which is 
a lot shorter than 5K (laughs) in the classic one. The 11 to 12, they talk about 200-meter swim, which would be... Eight lengths of the pool. Eight lengths of the pool, right. Five to seven K bike. Now we're talking about a little bit longer bike. We're talking three to five miles at that Mm -hmm. point. Then a one and a half to two K run, which would be about a mile, a little over a mile. A little over a mile, yeah. And then doesn't necessarily have to be a pool swim at this point. It could be an open water swim. Maybe part of a... A lot of times you'll see the open water swims as part of a bigger event. They'll have... We're going to have an adult race, but we're going to have a kids race either before or right after. It's occurring at an open water venue. We mm-hmm. just make a smaller distance right. for the kids. But the bros are still going to be closed when we're talking about any any yeah. kids under 15. We're going to be talking about closed roads, and, and there's a reason for that. The biggest is when you're not 16, what don't you know? You don't know how to drive. You don't know how to drive. <laughs> you don't know the rules of the road. Yeah. It becomes really challenging. There's no way to guarantee that every kid there is going to be trained the rules of the road. Right. That means they could be all over the place. Yeah. Which becomes dangerous if you introduce cars into that situation. Yeah. For kids' triathlons under 15, they really want a closed road. And I know the Shelbyville FAC, they've kind of wind around in the park there for closed roads. Mm-hmm. And if I were a race director, you could go out on the roads. Generally, in that situation, what you'd want to do is close down one lane. Mm-hmm cones all the way down that lane make sure that no other cars can get into that that way the cars can go down one side and the kids can go down the other side if you had like some type of loop mechanism for a little bit longer that would be tricky to do at that location just because it's only a two-lane road so you couldn't have two-lane traffic no you wouldn't you'd have to be one way or you'd have to have someone you'd have to have somebody at each end like which would be the construction like construction that's how you'd have to treat it yeah. If you were going to do something longer than what they're doing. But they've got a couple miles inside the park. Pretty straightforward yep. uh, way to do it. Uh, the U13 to 15, 200 to 375 meters. Now we're talking about closer to the adult sprint distance. Yeah. 200 to 400 meters. A little bit shorter. Yeah. 400 is the adult, right? Is usually the adult. Usually. Mostly because pools have eight lanes. Yeah. <laughs> and you go up and back in the same lane. That's yeah. why most... Adults are 400 yards. Yep. Uh, realistically, if it's outdoors, it's really going to be 750 meters, mm-hmm. which what they're basically saying is half of an adult race okay. is the appropriate swim distance. That way, if I'm having a pool, 200 yards is probably what you would want. Wait, so the thir- the oldest age group is, what's the distance? 13 to 15. 13 to 15? 200 to 375 meters. Okay. 375 okay. meters would be half of the so adult sprint. Ha- okay. Gotcha. Uh, which means if I were doing a regular sprint, you'd probably be 200 yards for the kid. Okay. The bike is 8 to 10K. 10K, again, once again, we're about half of an adult sprint. Mm-hmm. And then 2 to 2.5K two for the run. Again, okay. about half of a sprint. Now we're talking about your 13, 14, 15-year-olds, probably 16. We're talking about, hey, half of a sprint distance, which is pretty much the super sprint distance. Mm-hmm. When you see a super yeah. sprint, that's about what a super sprint is, roughly. Interesting times. Again, all closed roads for kids under 16. Yeah, makes sense. And this allows kids to race something that is appropriate for their age and their physical capacities for endurance sports, mm-hmm. which is an important part of uh, youth triathlon and what we're trying to do with young kids. Now, as you 
most of your local kids' races are not going to be draft legal. They they would be <laughs> whatever. Number one, it's usually whatever bike you can get. A lot of times, BMX yeah. bikes, uh, little uh, flat bar road bikes. Mm-hmm. You, as you get into the more competitive areas, you'll see road bikes. That becomes a whole new beast. Those are so cute. <laughs> little kids' road bikes are awesome. Are, are, are a different thing. <laughs> and then, like, you see the same one with different kids for. <laughs> It's like, hey, I recognize that bike. Yep, outgrew it. Sweet. <laughs> well, and that's one of the reasons they tried to create a lot of triathlon clubs. Mm-hmm. That way, if I can get a triathlon club that has kids, a kids triathlon club that has 9, 10, 11, 12, up to 18-year-old kids, yeah, I can then, once my outgrow the bike, I can sell it to the next generation of kids coming into the club, yeah. which becomes this great way to recycle bikes and a good way for you to find kids' road bikes. Because kids' road bikes are not easy to yeah. find. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine, yeah. Uh, at the highest levels of the elite kids, once you get beyond like 15, the 15, 16, 17, 18, which your elite uh, races, those are draft legal, okay. which become a completely different sport than the ones that we generally, as adults, race in. I've always wanted to do a draft legal race. I was going to say, I've never done a draft legal. I've only you had... done one draft legal. It was a super sprint on a okay. speedway. The bike was real short. It was like a, it was like eight laps or something like that. Is that Six why they made it draft legal? Yeah. It was just, it's too, just short. too short. To... And it was on a track, so it was a loop. Oh, so yeah, there's just no way to spread it out. And yeah. the fields only had like 16 people in them. Each race only had like 16 people. Okay. I think of all the races I did, I only got in a, a draft line like once. Mm-hmm. It just you get separated out by the swim, and yeah, the tracks are big enough. You never catch on with anybody. But generally. if you did, but that's okay. You know, you yeah, can. One time I did, it was crazy because we were just hauling. We were right on top. You know, you'd rotate through and pace line and. I don't know if the survive the night that I did because that was one point two mile track for the bike. And, you know, we, we just did the marathon team. We didn't do have a triathlon team. I don't know if that was draft legal or not. Probably not. Most of them aren't. The, this track was what? A, the, the small NASCAR track's what, a quarter mile? Oh, I have no idea. I think they're about a quarter mile. It was a real tiny space. I would think a NASCAR track was a lot bigger than that. Maybe a half speed, mile? The speed that they go. I mean, it might have been a half mile. I mean, if it's NASCAR, they're doing close to 200 miles an hour in a car. It's got to be. Yeah, but it's not like the big tracks. It's like okay. the small track. It was in uh, Virginia. I don't what know. was that track? I'll have to look it up. <laughs> it was <laughs> we'll like week. Charlottesville, I think, or something like that. Okay. It was. It's one of the short course tracks, though. It's not the big tracks. It's like uh, Bristol. Okay. Bristol was one of those tiny tracks. You said it was in Virginia? Yeah. All right. I'll look it up. We'll just go ahead and look it up right now. What the heck? NASCAR track. <laughs> if I can spell. Let's see. Yep, it is. It's 0.526 miles in length. Okay, it's, it's the shortest miles. track on the NASCAR Cup circuit. Okay, I knew it was real short. That was made it interesting. And it's a unique shape, too. It's not described most often as a paperclip. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. It was always interesting to ride. The bank, the embankment's on it are not as steep as you think they would be. Huh. On a bike, it's not that bad. Although, if you get up on them, your challenge is not... 
usually there you, you'll end up leaning a little bit if yeah. you don't lean and you just go slow you'll you get a pedal strike because oh. there is a bit of a <laughs> better lean <laughs> yeah. wow that's but interesting. mostly you're not going fast enough on a bicycle you don't really get up on the embankment yeah. you usually stay down the bottom where it's flat when we were racing because okay. you just weren't going fast enough <laughs> even 20 something miles on a bike you're not gonna not going go up on that bike. embankment you're gonna stay on that bottom part where it's just flat wow when well, i know people that have run uh, there's a marathon that goes through the indie track i guess mm-hmm. and i've heard people say that was a pain to run on because it was so banked that was hard yeah they're banked so it was it was tough on foot. I can imagine it'd be a whole lot, a whole lot more fun on a bike than it would be on foot. So. But anyway, it, those are your options as a kid. You, usually, they're shorter distances. The elite kids, those who are going to be racing in college or pushing towards the Olympics, they're going to be draft legal, which is a almost a different sport than normal. The draft legal because you'd be working together in a pack like a Tour de France type of mm-hmm. event, where you come out of the water matters a whole heck of a lot. Oh, yeah. If you can't come out near those lead swimmers, you'll never see them again. Yeah, wow. Unless you're just some phenom biker. So how do they, where do the kids come from? I mean, just parents, you know, are they recruited from like swim teams or cross country teams or track uh, teams? The elite. Or... The elite come from a couple different places. A lot of times, at that age, like the younger ages, they come from parents who are in triathlon and mm-hmm. have like a local co- coach who's a triathlon coach for juniors, and they just come up through the ranks there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now those coaches may go to like the local swim teams and go, "Hey, that's a really good swimmer, but they're not really that good of a swimmer. Uh, would you be interested in doing triathlon?" <laughs> And then well, you they're get good, some they're really recruitment. good in freestyle and not good in anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's the guys. If I were looking for kids, like if I were like a coach, if I were looking for just kids like girls to compete who aren't in the local triathlon clubs, if there's not enough talent in the triathlon teams, mm-hmm. which I don't. There's not a lot of teams around here in, yeah. in the Kentucky area. I know there's one up in like there's one or two up in like the Cincinnati area, but there's nothing here locally. You would go and, like, okay, this swimmer is not good enough to swim college, mm-hmm. like Division One. They might be, like, a Division Three swimmer. How would you like to do triathlon and <laughs> get a scholarship, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> or a partial right. scholarship or yeah. yeah, compete on the triathlon team. And, and you can recruit that way. But generally, yeah, they, your youth triathlons are mostly driven by parents, parents who do it. And the kids are like, hey, I want to do that. Yeah. And that's what it is. The really hard part with kid triathlon is actually finding the triathlons. Mm-hmm. There's not very that. There's not very many of them. There's the two or three they're doing in Shelbyville. I think there's one in Louisville and usually one in Lexington. Mm-hmm. But that's it. It's there's yeah. Really there's one in Versailles too. I want. I you know I can think of maybe six, maybe eight. I know there's a number of like bigger races that try to have incorporate try to incorporate them into their yeah. races it's just not everywhere yeah makes it challenging yeah but i just i thought it'd be good to talk about youth triathlon is just to change a pace if there's anybody out there who's got kids like hey maybe that's a good thing for my kid to do do youth triathlon we yeah. can go race the same weekend somewhere <laughs>
And then in five years when they're old enough, they can just kick my ass completely out there. There's somebody to give your bike to, and you know. Yeah, <laughs> when once they start hey, I need a new me. bike, and this one will fit you now. Awesome. <laughs> Way to get the Good times. Very good. Well, if you enjoyed our podcast, if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us five stars. Yes. And rate. And on, how else do we do our podcast? We're pushing out the YouTube, YouTube. which means if go. you're listening, if you've enjoyed this content, hit the like button. If you want to see more content, hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell. You'll be notified when we release new content, which we're doing at least weekly with this podcast. Hopefully we'll have more content, but we've struggled with that here recently. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. If you're looking for a coach, check us out at go3sport.com, and we'll talk to you next week.